Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. For more than a century, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell you their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. When Frank Zombo went undrafted out of Central Michigan, not much was expected of this unheralded rookie when he signed with the Green Bay Packers. But all he knew was winning on the high school and collegiate levels. And that prepared him for early success in the NFL. I've been fortunate to be a part of some, like I've talked to people recently about some great success, like great coaches, Brian Kelly, Butch Jones were my college coaches, and then Mike McCarthy, Andy Reid in the professional level. So. Uh, never been a part of a losing season in, uh, in my career. Been lucky to be a part of some good, successful teams. Signed as a free agent. Um, you know, I, did you expect to get drafted out of college? Were you a little disappointed you weren't? Or what was the, go, take us back to when you were a rookie. Yeah, so obviously you always hope to get drafted. Um, when I didn't get selected, I was, you know, I was, my head was so sp uh, spinning during that time. Uh, my agent said, hey, we're gonna be, you're gonna be an undrafted free agent to the Packers. About 10 minutes later, I got a call from Kevin Green, and at that point, I really didn't follow football that much. So I didn't know a lot about Kevin Green, but instantly I learned about his intensity on the phone. You know, he was like, "You ready to play with all your heart, desire, passion, drive, motor, you know, all this." And still, my head was still, you know, spinning like out of control. Um, and then coming to Green Bay, um, I was just hoping at that point, you know, hopefully I get, you know, make the practice squad. At that point, you know, I, I knew I was um, behind the eight ball, and uh, it was going to be a struggle to, you know, be a part of this roster, especially when a Super Bowl winning caliber roster that we had that year. But uh, yeah, it was quite the journey to get to that point. When you got to camp, I mean, that, that team had come off a disappointing loss the year before in the playoffs to the Cardinals, but that was one of the favored teams going into the season, wasn't it? The Packers, you, the team you joined yeah. in the summer of 2010. Right. And then there was a stacked linebacker. You know, at that point, you're just hoping to make the team, and there's a bunch of good linebackers on the roster already. Um, you know, at that point, I think I got, I was fortunate. I was fortunate that I was given an opportunity. You know, some guys had gotten banged up. Um, I was given an opportunity to show, you know, put a few reps out there, and then I was able to take advantage of those reps and, um, you know, kind of make the team eventually. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know, it's amazing that season, Frank. If you just stayed healthy, you were probably a starter on that team with all the injuries you guys had at midseason. Tell me about that. How did that group overcome all of that? Talking about just like the injuries we took during that whole season, then yeah, I mean, I think what was it? There was like 16 guys that went on IR that you're, you know, guys that were starting um, at some point. So then you had a bunch of guys kind of hot off the streets. So they, I remember saying um, that kind of came in. Maybe they're hungry, you know, their backs up against the wall and um, had really had nothing to lose. So when they were playing, it was whatever it was, you know, it helps having an Aaron Rodgers that still had all of his stud wide receivers, you know, playing well. But we also had a great defense that year too with a lot of guys that, um, Again, weren't during on the roster during training camp or early in the season. That just kind of, you know, good coaching. I guess you can credit to too is just putting guys in the right positions. Tell me about your coach, um, Kevin Green. You, you talked about him on the phone uh, when you got here, Kevin Green in person. What was it like to work under him? Yeah, I mean, I was a guy that came out of college where I wasn't the most athletic guy in the world, but I think I was fortunate to have a guy like Kevin Green kind of teach me the way right off the bat. Um, obviously he's way more athletically gifted than I was, but he kind of had that same, like, you just got to play with what's in here. And that was kind of what I adopted and just like, you know, life's a game, like football's a game of like one-on-one battles and you can't lose that one-on-one battle. Right. So it was like, um, physicality and the heart and the, those are things I took from Kevin Green. And I think that's what allowed me to have a nine year career and learn from a guy that was a hall of fame outside linebacker. And to learn from him at the start of my career was what made me, I think, play nine years and play three years here. And, um, and it's fortunate to have him be my coach. No you were question. in a linebacking core with a young Clay Matthews. Yeah. Uh, tell me about that. He, he was kind of a wild guy. Yeah. Clay was, uh, I mean, what you really saw on the field is what, you know, how he came about, you know, he's very intense, whether it was, um, you know, his off the field schedule of how he would get a massage or how he'd work out or how he'd eat. You know, he's a very regimented human being and uh, um, obviously a great player to play with, a great guy in the locker room. And um, I think, you know, everyone in the NFL is talent level is so even, but when you get a group of guys, that's a great locker room. And that's what I felt like we had. And I was fortunate to be around that my whole career, but to have a great locker room, I think that's what separates, you know, the, the Packers, the Chiefs, the New England Patriots from some of those bottom tier teams every year. That's interesting because you're not talking about X's and O's. You're talking about um, how people come together. And sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Is there an ingredient you can pick out, Frank, that looking back, that this is why we were successful? This is why we came together? Because you're talking about a team that won the Super Bowl, 16 players on the injured reserve, so you had a lot of turnover over the course of the season. How did you guys come together? I mean, I think it's, it is that locker room. It's guys like your leaders, like your Aaron Rodgers or your you know, Clay Matthews or um, some of those guys in the locker room that can keep everyone together. And uh, Charles you know, Woodson. Charles Woodson during that time. But 
you know, I think when somebody makes a play at that level and people are on the sideline are generally happy for that, for that person making that play and generally just happy to be around each other and happy to get in the locker room after a victory and celebrate together. Those are when you have like those special, even like in the locker room you're playing, you know, whether you're playing board games like what we did or you're playing basketball like I did at other places, you know, like when you have that group of guys that are just friends in the locker room and they're generally happy for each other when they make plays, I think that's just like something different that uh, I was lucky to be around my whole career, but I don't know how it is in other places, but I'm thinking that's what separated us from other teams. Uh, all right, I could be wrong, but one of my memories of you is Super Bowl 45. You made the first sack of the game, I believe, in that yeah. Super Bowl. Could you have ever imagined that in your rookie year, undrafted, you come into a team and you get to the Super Bowl and you make a sack that started off? No. Think about that. First off, no. Um, it was a pretty surreal first year of football in the NFL to be a part of that team and then to, you know, be a part of success. And again, I think I credit it to, you know, Kevin Green of just teaching me the way, the right way to play the game, especially for someone my, my skill level. I don't want to downplay myself, but I wasn't the most athletic guy in the world, but I played with a certain type of heart or tenacity or physicality that um, allowed me to play at that level. And, um, and yeah, and just studying the playbook and being in the right place at the right time and having players and coaches being able to count on me to do the right things um, when they call the play, right? Uh, I think that just goes a long way, so. Was the Super Bowl, is the Super Bowl, your role in it, uh, the high point of your career? Yeah, I mean, the high point of my football career, for, without question, I mean, that was, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it gets any better, right? Going to the Super Bowl, I played every defensive rep of that game and uh, had a sack, right? So, I don't think there is any. I've had some really good game, you know, being a part of good teams, great team. Yeah, but at that point, there's nothing better. Yeah. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Let me ask you about Andy Reid because he was a quarterback's coach here in Green yeah. Bay for many years. Very fondly remembered. Went on to Philadelphia. You ran into him in Kansas City. Tell me about Coach Reid and what you noticed about him. What set him apart? Yeah. I mean, I think the uh, respect the players had for him when he puts out a rule or uh, a game plan there's no questioning what he puts out, right? Everyone abides and everyone's on board with what he's got going. Um, but again, he's, he's very strict. Training camps are very hard there, just like they were in Green Bay. You know, I remember guys coming into our training camps and, from elsewhere and being like, like, this is out of control, like how you guys, you know, so he was very hard on us, but then was able to, you know, let off the gas a little bit certain times of the season when you're kind of a little banged up or you're a little sore. Or, um, he just knew how to play it, you know, the exact right way to get enough out of you, but then to let off a little bit too. and. Um, yeah, and then we just trusted him that he was going to put us in the right positions to win games. It's funny. Uh, Sonny Jurgensen once told a story. Uh, Vince Lombardi left Green Bay, went to Washington, and for one year was their coach. And Sonny says, uh, you know, we ran the same plays, but when Vince Lombardi told us to run the play this way, nobody questioned it, and we ran it, right. and it worked. Right. <laughs> Great coaches do that, don't they? Right. You trust them, right? And uh, you know he's been through the ringer. He's been through it a bunch. He has the experience. So... When he says something, you, you believe it and you do it. Tell me about your time in Green Bay uh, as you look back on it. Um, and you played, you know, elsewhere. But tell me about Green Bay. What stands out to you about playing here? 
the Midwest feel, the people, not even just in the locker room, obviously I was around great people in the locker room, but then people outside that I met that even I just come in for four days, I'm meeting with like eight, not meeting with people, but visiting with like eight different families that um, I had close relationships when I played here and I've stayed in close contact with great people around this area that, uh, you know, I'm from the Midwest, being from Michigan, and uh, I was just so fortunate to play college football in Michigan. For me, if what I like, my interests, live in Green Bay and then live in Kansas City, all very similar cities um, and very similar people. Midwest feel, you know, I like to hunt and fish and be outside, so these are just great places for me to live. I've never been a big city guy, so I can't imagine what traffic would be like in a big city or anything like that. So it's just, I was very fortunate to play in these, those two places. Game day in Green Bay and Kansas City, it's hard to beat, isn't it? Again, I, th I don't think I've played at Lombardi, I mean, Lambeau Field is the upper echelon. There's no competing with uh, Lambeau Field, but to play at those two places, you know, Lambeau Field and then uh, Arrowhead, again, I couldn't have played at two better atmospheres. Today, Frank Zombo is Director of Enterprise Solutions at Mercury Healthcare in Michigan. You know, he only played three seasons in Green Bay, but his role in Super Bowl 45 will endear him to Packers fans for generations to come. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.